That's when my caddy lost sight of it That little white pellet has never been found to this day Welcome back, everybody, to Sports Talk on the Sports Talk Media Network. And you know, after going hard, hard, hard all week, when I hear that song, you know the first thing that happens with me? Exhale. Exhale. And you know what? To play golf, George Bryan, Robbie Thames, one thing you have to do is exhale. Right, George? You're about to hit the shot. You don't want to be all tense. you got to exhale. And I kind of feel like... This segment, after a long week on a Friday night, it's time for the state of South Carolina to just simply exhale. Welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> Good evening. And it is completely a privilege. I love how you set that up. Robbie, you aboard. What do you have to say about that intro? <laughs> well, Phil always knows how to in- introduce the the, um, the show and get it going. And I just want to know if, if Phil – still feels the greatness of being the record holder, the course record holder at the scramble. One well, week now. Am, am I still the record holder? Nobody's gone out there and busted it? You are still the man. How about that? The biggest reason, in all, with, with full disclosure, is it's still not open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'm just glad, no, like, you know, trees didn't fall down or something, but uh, well, when is the grand opening, George? Well, that's to, to be announced, and we got there's a couple little things that have to be done before we go ahead and uh, and open it up. One of it is with like Wesley and George; they come out, and we have some of the other some of the other consultants, the tour pros that have been there, like Scoot, Scott Stevens, and and then. Uh, well, there are a couple others, but we, we want to make sure when we open it up, we do it just right. Between now and then, in this holding period, you get to be the sole holder of that, cold re- of that course record, the amateur course record, that is. Well, amateur, so that's right. Why, that's would right. Want, why, would, why would you want to accelerate this process? <laughs> no, no, no. I just want to see if – I want to see how the big boys do now that I've set the bar. The bar has been set. Uh, I don't want them to be intimidated by that low number. I did go low, Robbie. Right? You'd say you'd call that going low, wouldn't you? Oh yeah, uh, going low. And when you reflect on around, you always go a left one or two out there. You could have yeah. gone lower. <laughs> yes, George. Well, now it's. Uh, I don't want to bust your bubble, but they've been already out tracking around. Those are, those those scores are official. If I witness, it's official and. And you're not getting one of them, and it's just the way it is. Those guys are really good, and mm-hmm. and uh, when you shoot six on six, I mean, excuse me, twelve on six holes, that's pretty good. That means you birdied every one of them. So that's that is a number that's already out there. But it's a professional. Until mm-hmm. we open, technically, it's not an official course record. I guess that'd be unofficial course record while we're closed. Now we're getting. Now we're wasting some time. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, listen, I'm, I was just privileged to be allowed to go and play a free round. Number one, the key word there is free, okay? So I was just proud and privileged to have that opportunity. I'll tell you what, in this game, in, in our area, in the whole southeast, it is a complete privilege and opportunity just to get out. This time of year, all that, 
all that hype, everybody's so excited about football, and the golf courses are wide open. And I just love that. And even mm-hmm. though it's a night game, even though it's a night game, because we are really good all over this state at the pregame, what do we call that, tailgating? Mm-hmm. We are we're, we are national champions uh, at tailgating, which leaves the golf courses wide open. Now, the fall, I was just looking today, uh, yesterday at Sea Island, and even though we didn't play the plantation, there's 36 holes on the complex, uh, or I didn't watch play there. Uh, Wesley's group was there today. I came back to Selena Golf Club, uh, and both really revealing a lot of the same characteristics in the fall, the Bermuda grass is going dormant. And it also, this time of year, the Bermuda grass plays beautifully. I love how the ball sets in the fairways. It also, in the rough, the rough is thinning out, so you can hit, technically, you get a lot of flyers, and that makes you think you hit it farther. The greens roll smoother, but the color, the tint, combined with the the coloring of, in the trees, I just absolutely love and adore the fall. And and then I love the fact that everybody loves football. So we have it to ourselves, right, Robbie? Mm. <laughs> yeah, that does uh, that does give us a little edge when it comes to getting the tea time uh, just about whenever you want it. Well, and I know Phil is uh, you just you aching to to jump on that course record, but I'm actually we gonna have we gonna we gonna have a after the football season's over, we'll meet at this new golf course. Selena's only got 11 holes to preview. So, technically, we're, the golf course isn't open. So, Phil, you even have a – you could take a swing at the uh, radio talk show host course record. You have a – you it's wide open for you. I don't think we've had a talk show radio host out there post on 11 holes yet. And I'll just have to, we'll just have to see how well, that works. Now, you know, <clears throat> I would have a feeling, so you've got 11 holes. I have a feeling that my score for those 11 holes would equate to my score for a typical 18 holes. So I could actually go tell people that, yeah, man, went out today, shot a little 65 um, on 11 <laughs> holes. I mean, no, now, let me let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. I, I, that's really. I should say if I'm if I'm equating it to my typical score, I'd say uh, I shot a little little ninety two today on eleven holes. <laughs> but uh, I'm, no, I'm excited no, about I'm what y'all are doing. I'm excited about what y'all are doing out there. Uh, I hear nothing but great things from Robbie and others who've been out there, uh, and it sounds like y'all y'all are pouring your heart and soul into remaking this course into something special for the Midlands. Well, it is, and it's uh, Wesley, and I'll say there's a big old staff out there with really talented young folks, and uh, Wesley is amongst those who are into design and then shaping, and uh, young men Gil and Patrick and Connor Austin, Troy, they have, there's some great young minds that doing some things that just make golf more fun and the greens are already in place. But the rest of the course, it's not quite ready yet. So, But the 11 holes that are out there, uh, it is fun. It's right on Lake Hunt in South Congaree. It's got some beautiful rolling terrain. And so far the reviews, Wesley's invited a number of his PGA Tour buddies up and, and they all enjoy their time there and they've had nice things to say 
you know, without going overboard, but telling the truth, the greens are greens start off at a pretty good place, like uh, smooth and just about perfect. So, and you we'll we'll talk more about that later. And and this is I'm going to shift gears because this is a big week for the PGA Tour. The final event of the season, I think, is upon us. The RSM. Mm-hmm. So. Let me tell you what's going on. Let me tell you what's going on. Yes, we got sir. some interesting stuff going on. This is, uh, you mentioned the RSM Classic uh, down in um, Sea Island Golf Course, which is uh, St. Simons Island, Georgia. So it's in our part of the world, and the uh, weather is probably pretty decent. And uh, the leader, the overall leader at this point, after two rounds, is Ludwig Aberg at 11 under par, 67-64. Denny McCarthy, Sam Ryder, Eric Cole. They are all at 10. Now, locally, you got Matt Neesmith, 71-63, 8 under. You got tied for 10th. Tied for 22nd. Look at here. Wesley Bryan, building on last week, 7 under, 68-67. And William McGirt, 7 under, 67-68. Tied for 44th, Kevin Kisner after a 67, 5 under. Matt Atkins also tied for 44th after a 66. And Tommy Ganey tied for 44th, 71. Those are minus 5. They'll make the cuts. Carson Young, a 70. He's at minus 4. Andrew Novak, minus 4 after a 69. They are tied for 61st. And they'll make the cut. Not making the cut, Jonathan Bird finishes at 2-under after a 73. Doc Redman at 1-under after a 72. Ben Martin at 1-under after a 71. They'll miss the cut. So what does all this mean as far as uh, the weekend and guys getting their PGA cards and all that kind of stuff, George? Well, there are several layers of, we'll call it, status. And it used to be, at one point, the top 125. That was a big number. And now the big number is like the top 50 world ranking in the world. There's, uh, so it's, it's a little bit confusing. But if you're in the top 125, it's still great. <laughs> these, it, it appears to me that there are going to be several levels which uh, – you can read whatever has been printed in the media and probably get a pretty good idea. Those top 50 players that have a world ranking, they're really good shape. And after that, it, it gets a little fuzzy. And the rules of, of engagement will likely change. They will likely change. And not everything that has been written, I don't know I'd stand on it at this point, uh, especially if it's published, it's media reports. But the old... Top 125, that's still a pretty good number, but everybody's shooting for inside that, uh, well inside of that. All these all these players are trying to work well underneath top 125 and into the top 100, 90, 80, 70. Just play hard, play hard. Mm-hmm. And the better your finish, the more FedEx point, points you have, the better off that you're going to be and – so you mentioned Ben Martin, Carson Young. Those those individuals are exempt. The way they have it at this point, they have the 
real special tournament, the special events, how 70 players, no cuts. That will be, uh, what's the name of that, Phil? Remind me the, what they're calling these events, the uh, elevated events. Yes. So, and then, then you have, really, there are two tiers underneath that. Uh, one of them being, uh, I'll, I'll just go all the way to the bottom, they call them opposite fields or opposite event. So the majors will have these opposite field events that really that's when the the best players in the world get thinned out. So then the fillers, the one in between, like even, you know, I hate to say that, that RSM, uh, it's, it's really shorting such a great event. And my goodness, Seaside and St. Simon's Island, those golf courses are amongst the best in the world. The people involved are just spectacular, and the host. If you haven't been to Sea Island, it it will remind you of Harbor Town. There are a lot of similarities. They are playing 36 holes right on the same complex, and there's absolutely no question that the Plantation Course, which is where Wesley played today, I didn't watch. I was back here in town. That's a lot of fun. It's it's old style golf. Uh, seaside is is the that's the crown jewel down there, and mm-hmm. you watch it on TV. And Tommy Ganey's a past champion. Tommy Ganey uh, made the cut on the number, and there needs to be a little something we speak of. Matt Atkins from Aiken birdied his last three holes to make the cut. Now, the backstory there is Matt was a Monday qualifier, and Matt had to win that spot in a playoff. Fine young fellow, former USC Aiken golfer, and to birdie the last three holes where he was playing today is pretty stout to make the cut. It doesn't matter if you come in 16, 17, or 18, or 7, 8, and 9 on Seaside. That is stout. So, and it's William McGirt, uh, he played, he's playing a little bit behind Wesley. So I had a chance to, I've had a chance to look, watch his game the last couple of years. He was injured, really tough hip and growing in or a hip injury and mm. looks to me like he's back strong he made the cut uh unfortunately uh ben martin missed the cut i was watching him play a little bit he looks great carson young he missed the cut this week but those guys are both inside well ben martin's in a little bit of he's in a little bit of bother and i'm looking him up right now he was hanging out at about 120 at the end of last week and maybe uh, you guys that have that technology that can refresh. I got, I got. Um, I'm looking on the PGA Tour, and let's see. Is this? Um, are you talking about? Are you asking about the FedEx Cup Fall ranking? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So Ben Martin's in. Uh, I think Ben's pretty good. At he's at 117. He's if I'm looking at the right data, yeah. he's at 117. Yeah, he's in he's in great shape. And then uh, let's look up Carson Young and one oh so two. Yeah, he's in great shape as well. So a couple of couple of South Carolinians that'll. So what that means is they'll get into everything but the elevated events at this point, and they could get into those based on their performance this week or early in the season. So there's there's going to be a constant shuffle on ranking. And then I'll, I'll just throw it out. And I'm not an expert. I can't even read very well the first time <laughs> through all this stuff. 
Yeah. I don't understand what I'm reading. And I, by the way, anybody who says, oh, yeah, I got it, but they're not, then they don't. Yeah. So that's a little off. But there will, there will be changes. I can assure you that there will be updates and changes as we turn into 2024. And, you know, it's one of those things, that's speculation, and which I think it's a good thing, too. I think, the, I think all that's been going on in golf has caused every association to take a closer look at how they're doing what they're doing, especially if it's uh, got competition beside it, especially if it's got professional golf and competition beside it. So uh, with that um, – that's what I have to say on the professional golf topic. Mm-hmm. My favorite is always junior golf. And before I move forward, Phil, you've been really wonderful at updating on the local uh, and even regional amateur golf, both mm-hmm. on the uh, c- collegiate and the amateur side. So get us started. Roll well, along, if you would. The only thing that I could find, I saw nothing from the SCGA, so they have not had any events here in the last couple of weeks that I could see that we haven't already talked about. The one collegiate event that was played recently that we haven't touched on, the Big South Preview, was played uh, earlier this month, a couple of weeks ago. And uh, so you had – let's see where this was played. This was played at Fripp Island, uh, Ocean Creek. I'm sure that's a beautiful course, George. Winthrop, the three rounds – no, they played two rounds. Winthrop played two rounds – uh, this, the four schools in it played two rounds. Winthrop, Gardner-Webb, they both shot plus three. Presbyterian shot plus ten. And Upstate was uh, plus 13. Alec Prentice from Upstate had the best individual score, six under par. Max White of Webb, of Gardner-Webb. Nick Mayfield of Winthrop, they were next at four under. So that was on the guys' side. And then we have it on the uh, girls' side as well the Big South preview, and for that, we'll tell you, and they played at um, Ocean Creek at St. Helena. So you can talk about these courses in a moment. Upstate, for their two rounds, plus 25, Winthrop plus 31, PC plus 43, and Gardner-Webb plus 44. Your medalist was Niza Siftar from Gardner-Webb at minus one, but Emily Baker of Winthrop plus one. She finished second. And Riley Cosney from Upstate finished third at plus three. So, you know anything about those particular courses down there at Fripp? Oh, absolutely. Davis Love the third designed, uh, let's see, Ocean Creek. And then Ocean Point is the original course. Oh, they're a lot of fun. I just talked to Jeff. In fact, I talked to Jeff Pinckney, who is director of, uh, or he was director of sports and recreation on the island what an unbelievable place where land meets water uh and the two golf courses they're not side by side but both are on Fripp island what's really cool is on the way down on the left you'll pass by Dato island Mm -hmm. and that's an awesome that's an awesome facility and uh so davis love you know everybody's got their favorites uh I, I talked to one player. Let's see, who was it? It was, uh, let's see, Mike Ramsey. Rob, Tsunami Robbie, Mike Ramsey said his favorite was the Davis Love course. Then I talked to uh, 
oh goodness, one of the guys in the group, and they said Ocean Point was their favorite. But Ocean Point's a little traditional, old style. Could be a little tighter. It's got got to squeeze it in. Whereas Davis Love has a the, that course, you got a little more room off the tee. But both of them are a lot of fun, and you got to you got to be ready to play in the wind, and that's a fact. Uh, but Fripp Island and uh, just say. If you take a look at uh, Sea Island, which I just left, I'll be going back tomorrow afternoon. I'll catch Wesley in theory before hmm. he makes the turn. But let's just say uh, even Isle of Palms, where wild dunes are, we got some of the most incredible barrier islands uh, anywhere in the world, especially as it pertains to golf. And it's uh, I've been asked constantly, hey, what do you like better, Bermuda or do you like Sea Island or whatever, I, I got to tell you, they're all unbelievable. If you hadn't, if you're not playing or hadn't visited, you just got to go try it. That's the way I look at it. And, well, I don't know how y'all feel about hurt. it, George and Robbie, but I'd like to just live on an island somewhere, <laughs> somewhere with just me and a golf course, Robbie, I, and a grocery store, me and a golf course and a grocery store, and, and okay, me and a golf course and a grocery store and a gas station. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> Robbie, what do you? I, I want you to react to that, Rob Thames. Tsunami, Robbie. <laughs> you know that those are pretty good ingredients for a a nice recipe of life. But, um, I, I might throw in a I might throw in a, a, a workout facility in there somewhere. But other than that, that sounds pretty good. And that the one of the things about the gas station that's a great conversation where where the best I was leaving. Sea Island this morning, and I ended up in a wonderful conversation. It was wee hours of the morning, and just a, a just a very pleasant conversation about golf at the gas station, and our golf about golf in the gas station over coffee. So, you know, I kind of like a grocery store and a gas station, a golf course. I like the way that sounds. Mm-hmm. And tsunami, Robbie. Uh, I do want to touch on one. I want to. I want Robbie to run with this one just a minute. This is end of the end of season. Uh, these players will take an off season, a brief break. Talk just a second about some off off season training ideas, especially as it pertains to the tsunami bar technology. Yeah, you know all the athletes uh, across the professional landscape uh, when they do get an off season, that is the time to uh, recover and then rebuild and get stronger faster better and golfers are no exception to the rule they need to put in the time uh, become more explosive uh, gain that club head speed get more flexibility to again gain more club head speed uh, get more flexible uh, with the uh, with that strength and speed um, is going to get them around the course with uh, lower numbers are going to feel better to be able to start in january and finish in November and still feel good um, with the, uh, the likelihood of injury will be greatly reduced. Uh, so the off season is a great time to, to, um, to get fit, more fit uh, and, and uh, paying attention to your nutrition is a big part of that. Just had a visit two days ago from a, a professional baseball player who's a pitcher with the Baltimore Orioles. He's in the off season and he's, uh, he was down buying some, some stuff, and then we took a, a, a real good look at all the Tsunami products, and which he already had uh, some of it, but um, got turned on to a, a few more items that he wasn't aware of. 
So placed an order for some of those. And um, uh, so he realizes the importance of, of the flexible bar technology and for the, the type of athletes that, that throw or swing uh, or have to have uh, mobility in their, in their game. The Tsunami product is the way to go. Hmm, no doubt. I love it. I love it. Triple B5 to get the 5% if you're listening. Tsunami Bar Sports, Triple B5. And see them high, shoot them low. I enjoyed it, man. Same here, fellas. Thank you, Robbie. Thank you, George. Thank you, Pats. And thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget the scoreboard tonight at 10.05. We'll see you then. We'll be right back.